Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 49 of the Cinemania World Show. We are back from San Diego. I'm still on California time, but that's okay. Me too. Um, Me too. <laughs> I, I I'm always just... on California time. <laughs> um, I <laughs> am joined by a very special guest. Uh, first things first, I'm joined by my co-host of the Cinemania World Show most of the time um, from the Cinemania page on YouTube, Alex Madden. Alex, how are you? I miss the West Coast. I, I so do I. Fuck this, man. I really like. Yeah, I mean, right. The weather is better, but I mean, just fuck yeah, this. Like, I, I get I, I get back here today, and it's like. We, I mean, when we were on the runway going into Logan Airport last night, we were on the runway for an hour, and it was just raining. I was like, "This is depressing." Hey, I know, right? What a way to, <laughs> what a way to start. And, and then I get a, and then like you and I try to get like Ubers and Lyfts home, and everything's like a hundred dollars or fifty bucks because San Diego that that would have been like fifteen bucks. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Um, all right, we are also joined from the Cinemania page, Hannah. Hannah, how are you, darling? <laughs> I'm great. Are you great? Are you? Um, I'm getting through the days. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, we are also joined by a very special guest. We met this person at in the press line at Comic Con over the weekend. She is from the She Three PO podcast. Kayla, Kayla, how are you? Welcome to the show. Hi, it's my first time. Oh, is my microphone working? Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah. Oh, I'm so yeah, sorry. You're good. <laughs> I didn't know if it was supposed to blink. This is my first time doing like um, a pot, another person's podcast, and we only started our podcast like three months ago. So I'm a little newbie, but I also write for the Diz Insider and Scene Creek. Yes, welcome to the nice. show. Very nice to have you. Um, it was nice meeting you over the weekend. You all, you seem cool. Listen to a couple of the shows, and um, your whole team is really good. So liked, um, liked all of that. How was your Comic Con experience over the weekend? You've been there multiple times, but um, how was your, how was it this year? Yeah, it was definitely crazy. Like being pressed for the first time, and like I went to the Amazon Prime Experience Media Day, which was crazy because. They just treated us like VIP, and it was just great to finally like be feel part of the industry, but also kind of scary because right. I'm like, am I supposed to be here? Do I belong here? Like, I don't know. I honestly felt we felt the same way. I mean, we tried to put on this kind of poker face that yeah, we're this <laughs> people who would ask us. Um, we're so like inexperienced, and it's like it's. I mean, we started the podcast a year ago. The page has been running for two years, but um, the podcast has been about a year, and then we're still learning these new things. So we got there, and people are asking us questions. Oh, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, I um watch movies, <laughs> and, and they're like, um, talk about them. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's very scary. The first time going as press, and now it was our first time alone, so we were both dealing with that, and um, you know, being there as members of, you know, this kind of community of content creators. But it was really cool. Um, did some net networking and stuff, okay. so it got some, you know, got some new listeners and new focuses on our stuff. So that was good. Um, all right, but today we are talking about. Of course, we're still going to recap some of the. Uh, happenings that happened in san diego comic-con a few things happened not a lot of stuff who am i kidding saturday saturday was insane but um we're gonna talk about all of that but first things first let's get into uh some of the news from today and that is from the toronto film festival tiff they announced their lineup 
for this year's festival. And I think for us, the only person going right now, um, we're still waiting on confirmation, but the only one going right now of the group is Jared. Um, so Jared will probably be there representing us. We're still waiting on confirmation um, so we can get in there as a press as well. So um, we're still waiting on that. But they announced some of the movies that's going to be uh, sh showcased at this year's festival, and that is Joker, uh, Ford v. Ferrari, The Goldfinch, Just Mercy, Jojo Rabbit, which looks ridiculously crazy. Um, um, Ryan Johnson's Lives Out and Harriet Hustlers. Uh, Harriet also dropped the trailer today as well. So that is that is amongst what they announced today. I'm sure there's probably going to be a little bit more announcements, but uh, we'll go around the call and see what everyone's thoughts are. Hannah, I'll start with you. What are some of your thoughts on what's playing? Anything you're excited to hear about once they show and all that stuff? Um, I'm always really excited for a new Taika Waititi project. Um, he's mm -hmm. one of my favorite directors working right now. And about every movie that he's made, I've absolutely loved and adored. And Jojo Rabbit looks fucking insane. And it looks completely <laughs> Taika. And that just makes me even more excited for his new Thor movie. Um, and then, of course, Knives Out. I'm really excited for this movie. I love Ryan Johnson. I love his original movies. Um, and I loved The Last Jedi and, like, a lot of people but i love the last jedi and the trailer for it looks amazing and the cast is out of this world so really i'm really good, really yeah. excited for those um, two i'm alex what about you uh definitely uh the taika watiti one i love taika watita style i love his flavor uh i thought when he did thor ragnarok that was breathing fresh air into the thor franchise i'm glad he's coming back for that but uh wh which one's that is that dojo rabbit yeah mm -hmm. jojo rabbit yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, that looks really interesting. Knives Out looks really interesting uh, because it's Ryan Johnson. Uh, is Joker? You said Joker's gonna be there too. Yeah, Joker's yep. there, and they and they did the um they dropped the uh the the runtime is in 122 minutes, so it's a I'm, good chunk of a movie. Yeah, I'm really interested to see the reaction to that. If it's, I'm, yeah, I have a feeling it's gonna be a polarized reaction, but. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, curious. Right. Uh, surprisingly for me, my two like ones that I wanna that I that I would love to watch, you know, if I was there is Joker, of course. I just I gotta see I gotta know if this movie's it looks really good to me. Like, um, I really wanted to buy the poster. They had like a booth at Comic Con with a bunch of new posters, and I wanted to buy this one. Um, this is the po that first poster they dropped with Joaquin Phoenix. Um, I wanted to buy it. It was like 120 bucks. So I was like, I'm all set. Whoa. Um, yeah, um, but Joker, yeah. I, I guess Ford v Ferrari, I really do want to hear about as well. Knives Out too, that's gonna be showcased. I want to see what that's about. Um, also, um, Cynthia Rivio's uh, Harriet looks really good. Uh, she's a really, really good up and coming actress. So um, that's all exciting. Uh, Kayla, what about you? Anything? Any of these movies sparked your interest when you heard about them? Definitely Parasite as an Asian woman. I'm like always for Asian creators. So that's really exciting. And I just heard that movie is like the movie of the year. So I'm really excited to see that. Um, also, of course, The Lighthouse with Robert Pattinson and William Dafoe. And I'm like on the fence about Jojo Rabbit, to be honest, because even I love Taika and it looks really cool, but it just... The trailer kind of made me feel like this could be offensive, but I don't know. I got to see the movie first to mm -hmm. see. Because I'm just a little bit tired of the whole, like, Nazi storylines being repeated and repeated, mm -hmm. in my I, opinion. I, I kind of agree with that. That's why I'm not, like, I mean, I'm interested in the movie, but I'm not, like, 
like, oh, I cannot wait to see it because I, I agree with you. And then we're about to get Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which deals with mm-hmm. some of that as well. Um, so I totally agree. And I definitely understand where people come from when they say that. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, it's a good lineup. I know last year they had a really good lineup as well. I think last year was like Halloween, A Star is Born, um, First Man and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I really want to see some of those films that come out. I'm going to be very jealous when everyone gets to see them. But yeah, I'm really interested to see how the Joker does. I really want Joker to be good. If it's not good, then I don't know what to do. Um, but I can't wait for the first reactions. But I feel like if they were showcasing this at TIFF, then I think they have high hopes for it. And I really do think they have faith in it. And I think maybe the, the test screenings have been really good, which I've heard. So yeah. Really? Yeah. So um, we'll see. All right, so let's get into last night was the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's uh, premiere. And some of the reactions have been really, really good. So that movie comes out this weekend. I'm probably going to be seeing it on Thursday night. Um, I want to get you guys' reactions to the first reactions. Uh, Alex, what do you what do you what do you think? And are you excited to see Once Upon a Time Once Upon a Time in Hollywood oh, this weekend? Oh, oh, I'm definitely excited. I probably won't see it this weekend. I'll probably have to see it like next week. But I'm definitely excited. It's a Quentin Tarantino movie. I haven't hated a single Quentin Tarantino movie aside from Jackie Brown. Um, huh? Yeah, I don't like. I, I don't, love I, Jackie Brown. I, Me I, too. Don't, I don't. I, I don't like. I don't like Jackie Brown. Uh, but. Um, but I mean, it. Tar- Tarantino always has my attention, no matter if he makes like controversial statements to the press. I mean, yeah, he's kind of an asshole, but the movies he makes, like, there, there's just something else about them. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it just, it, it's like the glory days of the '60s. Like, that's I want to see that, and I like the fact that it's about people making a movie and all that with some other shady stuff going on in the background. Um, the only thing about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is that I hear that Margot Robbie does not have a big of a role. Yes. Um, I'm here. I saw that. I don't know if you guys saw, but there was like this, um, when they showed it at Cannes, somebody, um, somebody asked, uh, Quentin Tarantino, how come she has like so, so little lines and he kind of got offended. Um, I'm like, why are you getting offended? You wrote it. I mean, like that's, that's, I mean, it's the trip. It's the truth. He's a clown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's my only that's my only thing about the movie. The movie does look really fun. And I'm just excited to hear about it and stuff. But um, yeah, I love Margot Robbie. So if she gets to service, and I'm gonna be like, that's gonna be a huge knock on my grades mm-hmm. and stuff. So uh, Hannah, what about you? What do you think about all this? Um, yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, the reactions before these reactions that are just now coming out were great too. Uh, when it mm-hmm. played at uh, Cannes, yeah, it played at Cannes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other than the Margot Robbie stuff, but I heard that they re-edited the film to add more. Margot Robbie for the theatrical release. Mm. So mm. I don't know if that was true or not, but that's I saw quite a bit um about that. Um yeah, I'm really excited. I love Quentin Tarantino and this looks really great. And this is the first time in a while that I've gotten uh kind of kill bill vibes again from him. Mm-hmm. Uh and that's like probably my second favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. Um so yeah. Agreed. Um Kayla, what about you? Um, I'm really excited. I got to push all that political stuff away because my friends are like refusing to pay for it because of that. But mm. I just love his movies so much that I I can't like not. It's my guilty pleasure. So I'm really excited. And I, I 
I'm excited for Leo's performance, especially because in the trailers, it looked like he did an amazing job. And I'm excited for the actor who plays Bruce Lee, because I saw like an interview with him and he was like, I think I got the part. I don't know if I got the part. And then I was at a table read with all these big stars and they were like, I think you got the part. And it's just great for like Asian actors to be mm-hmm. given a good role in these like big movies and hopefully blow up from there because it's hard for Asian actors and actresses to you know get out right. there and i yeah. and i really do love what they show of him in the trailers and stuff i'm excited to see what he does because he i mean he just looks just like bruce lee and it looks it looks yeah. really it looks really great hit stuff um all right so let's get into the big 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 stuff from over the weekend which was san diego comic-con the 50th anniversary um they had a bunch of stuff i i it was really hard I being there and like, you know, trying to like talk about all the news that was happening while we're there and in lines and walking and um, it it was hard to get all of the like news kind of that was happening. So I kind of caught up with them yesterday and like Sunday night. But um, the It Chapter 2 trailer was last week. Alex, did you finally watch this trailer or not? No, I didn't. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's going on. What, what about... Was I, what was I supposed to do all weekend? <laughs> I, I mean, we, you had all day today. You had yesterday. I mean, we were on a flight for like six hours. <laughs> we were on a flight for six hours. They had Wi-Fi on the flight. That's not an excuse. Yeah, it wasn't so... working. My, my phone wasn't working, so oh, even was. with the oh. Wi-Fi. Oh, mine was. I was texting. I was, it, was, it was a mess. But um, <laughs> all right. So, Hannah, did you watch the It trailer from last week? I did. I did. Okay. Okay. What did you think? Can you can you be on my side and say that it was just phenomenal? Please. I loved it. I'm yes. so excited for this movie. Um, this trailer kind of made it go up my most anticipated list quite a bit. Um, yeah, I'm really hyped. I've been watching interviews uh, of the cast talking about it and Andy Muschietti talking about it, and it's just it's getting really pumped um, for this movie. And I really love Bill Hader, so I'm really excited about uh, Bill Hader being in a movie that I can see soon. <laughs> I should have known. I keep forgetting that he's in the movie, and then you mention it because just because of how much of a stand you are for Bill Hader <laughs> <laughs> after after Barry. Um, yeah, you I still haven't watched Barry. <laughs> Listen, I've been busy. Okay, I tried to watch Euphoria this morning, and I kept falling asleep. Yes. Um, and I still gotta watch Big Little <laughs> Big Little Lies from Sunday. Um, yeah, it's a lot. I'm catching up. I'm catching up on my all, all my shows, on my reality shows, my Ex on the Beach, my Are You the One? <laughs> are You the One is brothers. so good. I'm upset. <laughs> My big brother. I really like what they're doing with that show this this uh, year with Are You the One with the whole like LGBT. Um, everyone's kind of turned off by it, but I think it's really interesting. Um, yeah, I'm a big reality TV nerd, I guess. But um, the A Chapter Two trailer was really good because I love the fact that we never really hear a monologue from the villain or like the yeah. the you know about from Pennywise. Pennywise is monologuing the trailer, and I love that. The fact that he says for 27 years I've been dreaming of you and thinking of you, and then he's the part when he's in there in the uh, the whole like maze thing with the mirrors and his long tongue and his smile is back. It, it just it just looks really good. I mean, really excited. I love the entire cast. I don't think anyone looks out of place. Everyone looks great. Um, Kayla, did you go to this Scare Diego on Wednesday? We didn't go. We wasn't no. able to. I was um, devastated because usually yeah. it's easier to get into and you can walk up on preview night and grab a ticket. And this year they did it through Conan. So it was a little different. That's why. So I was really? sad. 
Yeah, it's usually easier to get into. It was so weird. Like, we were trying to figure out how to get tickets. No one... Um, and, and that was my only gripe about going there to Sandy, about going to Comic-Con is that um, a lot of stuff is very disorganized. And I feel like mm-hmm. you're the biggest con like of all time. So why mm-hmm. is shit like disorganized? Like when we were like going to the, the lines for Sunday's panels for Hall H, we got like information from five different security people or like line staff or whatever. We're like, hey, where's the press line? Oh, it's in the back. You go to the back, there's nothing. Then, hey, where's the press line? Oh, it's in the front. <laughs> just like what is happening like, yeah every year they do like, cap different it's yeah no yeah so um and then we asked another person hey where's the press line oh it's that giant line that's not the press line that's the public line where's the press line oh i don't know dude i'm just <laughs> like what year, is, yeah it was just next year get on your emails because um i emailed too late but the new line cinema press people actually like put me on the wait list so mm-hmm. if you email them that you want to go as press they can potentially do that for you yeah. Okay, I wanted to, um, get into, I really wanted to get into the Scare Diego thing because I wanted to see they showed like three scenes of the movie and they showed yeah. the trailer yeah. first that night. Um, but they did drop the trailer on Thursday, which was still good, and the trailer was really good. Kayla, did you like the trailer? Did you watch it or anything? Yeah, I did. The thing, well, it's hard for me because I loved it so much and I'm missing the kids right now from the because they're not in it so much. But I love at the end when Bill Skarsgård, like, it actually looks like him and he's not in, like, total makeup and you can see him. That was a great shot. And I can't wait to see more of Bill. Right, Bill. Oh, you as well? You're you're a stand, too, for Bill Hader? No, Bill Skarsgård. The hot clown. I was like, there's two of you? Come on. Um, (laughs) All right. So, uh, hmm. So... San Diego. I'm trying to get like this. So much stuff. All right. So Thursday was the um, Thursday. They did not drop the the trailer that we saw for Terminator Dark Fate, but we did get into that Hall H panel for Terminator Dark Fate, which was really cool. They didn't. It wasn't really actually. It wasn't really a new trailer. It was kind of like an ex, an extended trailer of the first one, like that that whole scene where Linda Hamilton comes on and she kind of you know fucks up that new Terminator. That was cool. Um, but there was no kind of news. Oh. I guess Eddie Furlong's back. It was like the big news, and then it's R-rated and stuff like that. Um, Kayla, you go to this as well? I did not go to this. Did they give you free stuff? Any they, free things? Yeah. Gave, it was a poster. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, that was it. Keep mine. I gave it to someone because she was like, she didn't go, she didn't, this lady, oh. she was sweet. She was like, did you, where'd you get the posters? I mean, it was like, oh, it's in the Hall H panel. She was like, how do I get that? I'm like, oh, God, no, you're not going to get in now. It's like one <laughs> It's like 1 p.m. and the line is like down the block. Just take my poster. I don't even really want this. But um, <laughs> she took mine and I felt good about it. And then I had a pretzel, so it was nice. Um, uh, Hannah, did you uh, did you hear about any of the Terminator stuff that was going on on Thursday? Are you even excited about that film coming out this year? I'm gonna be really honest with you. Oh. I've never really cared about Terminator. Oh. Um, so <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, and I know, Alex, you're kind of, you're kind of looking forward to it, kind of. You're so apprehensive, and as am I. But um, I do think, if, I do think, if Tim Miller was able to get Linda Hamilton back, then that's good and yeah. stuff. So, oh, uh, Tim Miller's directing it. Yep. Yeah, see, I'm trying oh, to. Oh, okay. <laughs> that kind of gets me a little interested. Yes, come on. And then, um, <laughs> and that was when we got surprised by Tom Cruise, which was just amazing. But you can tell he kind of came there. He, he dropped the, the Top Gun trailer, then just left. He's like, all right, 
That's it. Um, did cool. any of you watch the Top Gun tra- the Top Gun Maverick trailer? No. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> um, he flies it? real planes. He he flies <laughs> he flies a couple planes and that was it. I've actually I've I've actually only seen parts of the first Top Gun movie, to be honest. Um, I haven't seen it. it. Yeah, it's not one of those movies. It's it's another one of these like reboots that not reboots but like kind of like sequels from like an 80s or 90s movie to try to get some new audiences into the theaters or something but um all right before we get into marvel's big panel uh kayla i wanted to talk about talk to you a little bit talk about some of the stuff that you did as far as programs and um attractions that you did during the other days like friday saturday sunday besides the marvel one because you actually attended the marvel one which i'm really yeah. really really good petty about but um yeah give us give some insight on all of that that you did um i did veronica mars and i was first row for that i was so excited because veronica mars has been my favorite show since like forever and i never thought they would have came back so that was really cool and i actually met the cast and they were so sweet and then i stood in line a lot because to get into all h you need to stand in line yeah and, we know right now you know yep. for next time <laughs> And then I did the Detective Pikachu offsite, which was really themed. Like, I really, I haven't seen the movie, to be honest, but it really did feel like I was in it. And they had these cute Detective Pikachu ears that everybody's, like, going crazy over. I could probably sell them for, like, 100 bucks, but I won't do that. And (laughs) I did the Shazam. Um, They did the documentary of Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. And it was really cool, like, it just had the whole history of Shazam, Captain Marvel was his first name, and I don't have the DC Universe app, but I thought it was a really cool idea, and I hope that they will continue to do that for other superheroes, and hopefully Marvel will steal from them, because I love a huge, extensive history of the Marvel superheroes, so it was, it was a good documentary. Right, um, I guess some of the, um, Pikachu, Alex, you wanted to do that, right? I think. No, I wanted to do um, the Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I kept seeing the Pikachu one across the street, but I just kept looking at the line, and I was like, there's no way I'm going over there. Um, but yeah, I, um, it's very, very, it's very, very interesting because, uh, some of the, uh, attractions were really cool. Like, we did the Amazon, the Amazon Prime video experience as well, um, but I'm kind of, we, we did the Expanse thing and the expanse thing was Aww. very 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 underwhelming like nothing happened you wait um, in line for a half hour to go through a five minute thing it's just uh yeah it was just yeah. like not it was just not worth it but um it was still really cool inside like the way they had the setup mm-hmm. and stuff um that tower in the middle and then the big screen with the lounge chairs like you know in the back was kind of cool uh saturday when we missed when we missed out on marvel's hall h panel uh we did batwoman the pilot screen oh. which was actually pretty good i actually yeah. enjoyed it um alex and christina did the scooby-doo 50th anniversary was it 60th or 50th i don't remember um yeah so you guys did that that was fun and then i did uh, the panel for impulse season two on youtube and then i had to enter and i got to interview maddie hassan who's the star of that show which was cool um I'm not going to put the, the the interview on the channel because, like, there was a lot of background noise and it was just really bad. But, um, yeah, all Besides that was really cool. Besides this interview? 
yeah no no i've done interviews before yeah. like uh last year i did a couple of interviews for uh like directors and writers and stuff but um cool. it wasn't my first there was just a lot of background noise in the video yeah. in the video because it was in the uh press room and like everyone was talking and i should have and i did not bring a mic where you can drown all that stuff out like the mic that i have now mm -hmm. um but there's like a portable one that you can bring around when you're doing interviews so that you won't get any background noises so that's the one i wanted to bring but yeah i didn't bring that one so that's a bummer that's cool you did that though i wanted i wanted to do interviews but i was scared i've never done one yeah. before <laughs> well there was um there was a group of there was a, a other another um i think there uh, is another like show on youtube youtubers who's at who's at that interview as well and they like had like tons of questions but their questions was like kind of weird you know but oh, um, no. <laughs> yeah but that was cool it was it was a nice little experience the overall experience was really really cool but um all right let's get into the big panel of the weekend which was saturday's panel which involved an overnight line for people to get in and stuff it was like at full capacity at some point yeah around like yeah um so you were actually in we didn't get into the panel uh you were actually in the panel kayla so what was the vibe in the room talk about all that stuff what was that like well, at first it was a little weird because every year Warner Brothers is usually the first panel of the day and it's like it starts out good and it ends great and it's just a great vibe. But we were a little tired going into it because all the panels beforehand were a little underwhelming. But when Marvel came on, everybody just started going nuts. Like everybody was going crazy as soon as Eddie Ibrahim, the director of programming, came on stage and he was like, I don't even need to announce this panel. Y'all know who it is. And everybody was, like, getting out of their chairs, screaming, clapping. Um, it's just a good feeling to be with all of the people who love what you love. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> all right, so let's go through the announcements. Um, I'll go through it through order of how I posted on Twitter because it was just a lot. They kept – I don't know. Did he have, like – because I, I, I would be, like, posting something on our Twitter page or Instagram, and then, like, already we're on to the next movie. And I'm mm. just like, was he going that quick? I was just yeah. so confused. Okay. Because I was, was like, man, Feige is speeding along. Can I can you let me catch up real quick? But, like, um, it was a lot. So they first they first brought – they did, like, a sizzle reel, correct? Yes. Of, like, all really the – yeah, it does just sizzle reel of all the like Marvel stuff. And then they went into the actual phase four and the amounts of films. They were all entitled first. But mm -hmm. I have a picture here and it's just a bunch of Marvel Studios logos and timelines and stuff. So they had about two projects for next year, uh, three projects for 2021. Uh, then they had about actually five projects for 2021. Actually, like seven projects for 2021. Holy shit. But everyone was freaking out because everyone thought these were all movies. No yeah. one really. Yeah. Everyone was like, yo, they're dropping like nine movies I in 2021. <laughs> but um, everyone didn't realize. Yeah. Everyone didn't realize that it was actual Disney Plus stuff, yeah. which was um, really, really cool. So the first thing they did was the Eternals. They brought out the cast and stuff. Um, <clears throat> they did the full cast. No Millie Bobby Brown. Um, they have the full cast here, Ange Angelina Jolie, Brian Ty Tyree Henry, Richard Madden. They have, the, we're going to have our first like deaf superhero, which is actually really, really interesting and cool. Um, what did you guys think about the Eternals stuff? If you heard about it, uh, Hannah, did you hear about all the Eternals stuff in the first, in the first like logos and the reactions and the cast and all that stuff? Uh, yeah, I don't know much about the Eternals. Uh, I know that they're 
gods or whatever. Um, but mm-hmm. this cast is what really excites me. Um, mm. And the director. I love the director. Um, but I'm really excited for Kamal Nanjani. I, I think I'm pronouncing mm-hmm. his name right. I don't know. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry, Richard Madden, of course, Angelina Jolie. Um, I'm probably most excited about Brian Tyree Henry because um, he's been one of my favorite actors for a while. And I feel like he kind of needs this push into the mainstream to get the um, attention that he so deserves. Uh, and yeah, I'm really, really excited for this. Yeah, Eternal sounds like a lot of fun. Alex, uh, what about you? Yeah, Eternal sounds really fun. I the cast looks really interesting. The idea, like the I, I think it's going into the cosmic stuff mm-hmm. uh, even more too. Uh, I love all I love all the cosmic stuff in the MCU, so I'm excited to see where that's gonna go. Yeah, I totally agree. I actually bought after this after the Marvel panel. I think Sunday I bought an Eternals comic because I just want to know more about these characters and stuff. And they all like. Um, what I also like about it too is that most of the characters in the comic books are males, but they kind of subsidized them with uh, females for the movie. So that's going to be really interesting. Like, um, <clears throat> the youngest actress there, uh, her character was a male, and then, um. You know, I think uh, one of the other ones, I think Salma Hayek's character was a male too, um, but they kind of switched that switched that role and stuff like that, so that's really cool. Uh, Kayla, what did you think about all the Eternal stuff too? I was so excited because Marvel has been promising diversity, and they held up on that promise, which I didn't know if I should expect they would or not, and then I'm really glad to have an Asian woman directing as well, because I think to... Tr- uh, tell these diverse storylines we do need people of color behind the camera too to make service to these stories yeah I totally agree so I, it got me really excited about the Eternals when I first heard about it uh, a few months ago I was still kind of iffy I was like I mean uh, they 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 are responsible responsible for making like Guardians of the Galaxy a household name because it wasn't before it got into the movies and stuff like that and um, so I was I wasn't doubting the fact that they can bring the Eternals into that kind of light um, I think this will be I th- I do think. It looks like the Eternals is kind of the substitute of the Guardians of the Galaxy in Phase 4 um, before we get into Phase 5. So, you know, I'm cool with that. With all the cosmic stuff, I want to see more of that. I know um, Thanos' Thanos' father has a huge role in the Eternal story, so Ooh. I would love to see that, too. Um, all right, I heard so they were talking that, about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they were. Okay, so that I know he's Thanos a Celestial storyline is coming back. Yeah, so... Oh. Um, He's a uh, wait. Is that a, was that a good uh or a bad uh? No, <laughs> it's a bad. Uh. I'm so like, it's been built up to for ten years. We got it. It was great, and I'm just like, I'm done with it now. Like, I'm done with Tony Stark too. Like, Far From Home, it was cool that they like integrated. It was obviously like a big part of it and needed mm-hmm. to be. But like, now that we're going into Phase Four, we just ended Phase Three. That should be it. Like, goodbye, close the door. See you <laughs> later. Goodbye, um, close the door. <laughs> phase Four should be like a new beginning I'm, i just i don't i want this phase of movies to be so separate from right, that right. stuff so then it was it's a complete thing like it was before you know what mm-hmm. i mean I totally agree. I um, that's one of the things that I feel like it's gonna be when I saw the uh, announcements of, especially these titles. Like, good lord! Um, oh, they're dude, so cheesy. They're, they're so, yeah, I love it so cheesy. Much. Yeah, I, love I, it, I like though. it. I, I like it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Alex mentioned something. Well, somebody mentioned on Twitter how Doctor Strange's movie sounds like a fucking video game or like a or like a roller Theme coaster. Park, right? yeah. or, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's cool. So next, they announced uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, which was already kind of announced, but they kind of kind 
kind of you know did the whole logo and they brought um sebastian stan and anthony mackie on stage anthony mackie had the shield the moderator told him to take it off though which was i don't know why look at it look at that thing um and they announced the they announced that um baron zemo will be actually coming back daniel brule is coming back to do the role uh, and he has the mask so i mean not much big things from falcon the winter soldier but still like really cool and stuff to see i know anthony mackie um falcon's gonna have the new cat kind of hybrid captain america plus falcon kind of suit so that's gonna be kind of cool I, i'd love to see him in all those colors especially his wing so that's good that might be good so um alex any thoughts on falcon and the winter soldier no not really i <laughs> uh, i just knew that i i just knew that it was a project that was in development um i i will like i would like to see how Sam is going to become Captain America and how different they're going to make it from the Chris Evans Captain America. Um, that's, I mean, that's really it. But Zemo coming back, I fucking love Zemo. Yeah, um, I know you do. You like him more yeah. than most. Yeah, he's he's my second favorite uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe villain. Oof. Uh, Oof. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, just because when you think about it in the grand scheme of things, like just think of how messed up his plan is. I mean, isn't like, Thanos' plan more messed up, though? Yeah, that, well, that's why he's number one. <laughs> no, Thanos is valid, though. That's why it's messed up. I love it. Why is it is, messed is up, it though? Because I would, I mean, it's valid. Like, our world needs that, kind of. But in order to do that, oh. it's genocide. It's like genocide, you know? So I like that. I mean, Baron Zemo was just like the, <laughs> the Avengers <laughs> ruined. No, I, he I didn't. isn't. Yeah, I did. That's what the vibe I got in Civil I War. Think I Thanos didn't feel was like way more <laughs> than Baron. Listen, what's your <laughs> gripe with Thanos? I really need to know what's I happening. I love Thanos. <laughs> I do, but it's just is. Okay. I don't want to explain this and then like get it taken wrong because I do love Thanos and I think he's a great villain. But I know a lot of people are like, oh, Thanos is um motivations are valid and it's like no it's still pretty much typical villain kind of stuff i want the world to end whatever and i know it's supposed to be like oh no it's valid because he's trying to do it for the better and he thinks he's right and obviously he does think he's right and that's a great part of thanos but it's still like it's genocide it's completely fucked and wrong and it should never try to be justified like Um... just kind of like the his relationship with gamora like oh it's so sad it's so tragic like no it's abuse that's it's not okay yeah that that's what i love so much about thanos is it's like you can look at infinity war and be like oh yeah what he's doing is justified but then when you watch endgame it's like nope he's completely an asshole (laughs) he is the he's totally a villain i don't like him anymore did you hear how they were so did you hear how okay so friday they had the writers there um and i didn't really care about going to that because i just i watched the movie it's done i know what i got i hate i for, for the love of god I hate when like writers and directors come out two months later and said, "Yeah, so this part was meant to be a blah blah <laughs> blah blah," because it just ruins everything. So that time when the Russo brothers kind of went on an interview and they were like, "Oh yeah, uh, Captain America was always able to wield Mjolnir." I was like, "Stop it! I don't want to know that. That's dumb. I think it's <laughs> ridiculous that he was always able to. Why didn't he in Al- versus Ultron? Why didn't he in the in, when they were fighting fucking?" space aliens in the first Avengers. That makes no sense. Um, so I hate that. So I didn't want to go to that. But one interesting thing that they were going to add to the movie, they probably thought it was too dark or Disney probably was like, okay, we got kids up in there. You can't be cutting off heads. Um, there was Thanos was going to go back in time in 2014 and he was gonna, well, before he went and met them 
at you know current time the avengers and kind of like destroyed the entire you know thing like building um he was gonna go and cut off captain america's head and bring it to 2023 captain america which what i i i kind of would have liked that that's kind of a dick move and no. i mean i i, I would have liked it but it wouldn't have made sense because then um 2023 captain america would would have ceased to to exist but yeah. then but then i you can't say that because nebula shot herself so shouldn't she have like evaporated in thin air the, too like when that whole- happened the whole time traveling aspect of Endgame makes no sense. Makes but no just sense. Get, you, so you just gotta go with it. Yeah, I, I guess. But um, I, 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 I would have liked to see him decapitate Captain America and bring it I, to Captain America and say, I, "Here's your head. Don't I fight would, me." I would love. I would love to have seen Thor fight that serpent. Oh God. <laughs> they they all so they they also the writers also said yeah to get Stormbreaker Thor was gonna go and fight a snake I said what is happening thank God Kevin Feige said no what are I you know. guys talking about <laughs> like um just a mess but um yeah I I, I like Thanos this is why I saw that story so Hannah go away. I like um, Thanos too <laughs> um. All right, so let's get into the other uh, the big announcements from that. So they also announced Shang Chi finally. Um, well, yeah, which is the uh, they announced the the title, which is another long title. So from now on, when we say Shang Chi, I'm gonna have to say, hey, did, are you gonna go see Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings when it comes <laughs> out? Which is too long. But they announced the Mandarin is gonna be in it, and that Tony Luing is gonna be. The Mandarin, the actual Mandarin, which is really, really exciting. Exciting. Aquafina was confirmed for the movie. Um, and the Canadian Chinese actor Simu Liu um is Shang-Chi. That is our guy. I think he looks perfect for it. Um, so yeah, any thoughts on this Shang-Chi stuff? I'll start with Kayla. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm ready to stand Simu Lu forever. He's mm-hmm. doing like a, he's doing like a free screening of the farewell for fans in Toronto tonight. And I'm like, I'm gonna fly to Toronto right now to go to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it look it looks um when I see once again, just like the Eternals, when I heard about Shang Chi, I was like, I look I look because I I'm not a big I like the comic books, but I'm I'm not. If you ask me, what issue was blah 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 blah, I'm not gonna know. I I don't know. Um, but I didn't I didn't know who Shang Chi was. So I looked him up, did some research. I was like, okay, he does a lot of kung fu and stuff like that, and he's very powerful. Um, but then I was like, how can you translate that on the big screen? As far as like, because like, <clears throat> if you look at the pictures and everything in the old graphic novels, it, it it looks very very campy. I like camp, but like I'm talking like. Aquaman's first costumes and the mm-hmm. comics can't be, but hey, if you can make Aquaman look hot, like in you know what I mean, like in 2019 <laughs> and 2018, then you can do anything pretty much with these costumes. Um, so Shang Chi, all that announcements and stuff looked really good, and um, I'm excited for the Mandarin to be back. I did not like the reveal in Iron Man three. I don't care what anyone says, that reveal, that reveal is horrific and one of the most horrific reveals in all time of all time. I don't care what anyone says. Um, you're just the, same, you're, the Mandarin. You're just, I'm just what? You're, please, you're, please try, try, <laughs> try to defend. You're just, you're just bitter. I'm, I'm, bitter. Right. I'm not bitter. I'm not those. Listen, I'm not those ones. Like, oh my god, they didn't go with the comics. I can, I can care less. But. It was dumb. I'm an actor. I acting. What? I <laughs> like, loved I it. Was, so much. I loved it. It was so. And, it was like so and, funny and, though. And, 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 no, it wasn't. I didn't. It's laugh. so Shane Black. Was... It's so Shane Black. <sighs> okay. And but then, now we get yeah. to be even more excited for the Mandarin. You yeah, know. the real ones. Come up. 
Um, and then, uh, yeah, they they also said that they were kind of hinting at the Mandarin in a lot of comic in a lot of the uh, Marvel films yeah. since then. Mm-hmm. Iron Man three, like the Ten Rings, has been in a lot of places that we didn't realize. Um, so that's interesting, Hannah. What about you and all the Shang Chi kind of goodness? And why do you like the reveal of Iron Man three? <laughs> I love the reveal of Iron Man 3 so much. Uh, uh, Sir Ben Kingsley sells it 100% and is just fantastic. He went from completely menacing and just really great to just being so Shane Black. And that's the reason why I love Iron Man 3 so much is because it really is a Shane Black movie. But besides the point, um, (laughs) Shane Chi is probably the movie that I'm the second most excited for. Um, Oh, because uh, the director, Dustin yes. Jane Creighton. Um, mm-hmm. I, his film, Short Term 12, is one of my favorite films of all time. It's in my top five movies of all time. I love it so much. Like, I can't even put in words how much I love it. Um, I haven't loved anything else that he's done after that. But just that movie alone is the reason why I'm like, yes, please, I need this movie, movie now. And... It's seeming like this movie is definitely going to be one of the more, more grounded movies, um, kind of mm-hmm. like how I'm feeling Black Widow will probably be, mm. um, and that really excites me. Yeah, yeah, same here. Um, Alex, did I dare dare to get your thoughts on this? Sorry, but, uh, I think you. I think you did. I think we talked about it a little bit. And uh... um, wait, what, was there anything you want to add from Sunday's show about about Shang Chi? Um, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, so probably not. Mm-hmm. All right, give me one second. Um, let me see what else we have. Wanda Vision. Um, <clears throat> all right, so they announced Wanda Vision as well. And the thing about Wanda Vision is that I, I, I think it's needed, and I think it's cool how they're gonna have Monica Rambeau, the younger girl, the younger um, Rambo girl from uh, Captain Marvel. But um, I, I don't think any nothing really excites me about WandaVision yet because I don't it's I, I saw that it's in it's going to be after Endgame and Vision's dead. So I, I, I don't know. Um, what do you guys think? Alex, what do you think about WandaVision? Now, when does WandaVision take place? When, or like chronologically in the MCU, when is that supposed to take place? After, after Endgame. After Endgame. So how the hell is Vision coming back? I don't know. That's why that's, I just yeah, said. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's. But they're in like thing. the sixties, right? Yeah, yeah, but how? I, I okay, Wait, so maybe that, he's like uploaded that, somewhere in Wakanda. Yeah, maybe that's what I mean, Shuri that's, did. Maybe. That, I mean, that's what that's what kind of intrigues me is like a lot about Wandavision is it's like how is Vision coming back? Yeah, um, I don't know. So I, I don't know how it's gonna be set in the sixties when when like it's after Endgame, but uh, Zach. Uh, Zach Pope from YouTube, when we were talking to him on Saturday night about the panel and stuff, he was talking about how, because he's actually a comic book nerd, and he was talking about how in the comics, um, Wanda, you know, Scarlet Witch, she's able to create realities. So he was talking mm-hmm. about maybe she creates the reality of in the 60s and her envision, and Vision's alive. And yeah, so I. Hold, hold on, wait. Does WandaVision take place after Doctor Strange? I don't know. I think it's before Doctor Strange. I think. Yeah, because, because I think how... I think it's I think it's leading into Multiverse of Madness because that's how she's gonna appear yeah. in Doctor Strange. She's I was gonna, gonna be in s- that. Yeah. I was gonna say because if it's after Doctor Strange, then maybe it's part of the multiverse. Well, mm. 
She mm-hmm. said that, well, they said that the effects of WandaVision, the events of WandaVision would affect Doctor Strange too, but they didn't mm-hmm. confirm that she would be in it. It confirmed that the events would affect it. Maybe they're doing House of M in um, mm. uh, WandaVision, and then that's the reason why Doctor Strange uh. is a horror movie, because she's going to be the villain of I, I, I don't, Doctor Strange. I, my I, theory. I, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> um... I here's my thing about the whole I, I I agree that Wanda is like one of the most powerful people. Like she probably like next to Captain Marvel, she's probably right up there as like the powerful Avengers. Um and I love Scarlet Witch as a hero. I don't think we I Christina was talking about how she went to a she went to a panel over the weekend and it was about uh, the dark, dark female characters in film as far as like powerful characters. And she was talking about how every movie when a female has a lot of power as a hero or something like that, they always do the thing where like now she has all this power. She's a villain. And we've seen that. We just got Dark Phoenix. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think we need like another Dark Phoenix kind of story where now we have to figure out a way to fight Scarlet Witch. I like the fact that she's powerful and we can use her as a weapon and she's great. Um, I mean, she's the only one who was really like laying hands on, on Thanos in Endgame. Like she's removing his armor. I was like, good Lord. Um, she's great. But they haven't capitalized on how powerful Scarlet Witch really is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want them to see that. But I want to see that in a heroic way because I feel like we've gotten the whole, oh, you know, she's has all this power and how, how can we stop our old friend and stuff like that. I, I, I wouldn't want her to be a villain per se. Plus they already villainized her in Age, uh, Age of Ultron. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. It would be. It would be a huge retread. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't well, think she... she was a villain in Age of Ultron. More like an I, I'm not that. saying. Mm-hmm. I'm saying she they villainized her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, a little bit, yeah. and then it turned her good. Um. I just don't want. I, I'm. I just feel like we've gotten this a thousand times. We're like, you know, really powerful, and that's she's the villain now because she's too powerful or something like that. The, um, the reason why it wouldn't bother me is because I don't think that they would go like, oh, she's too powerful. That's the reason why she's the villain. I think it would more be like, cause I know house of M it's like something happens. I, I don't really know all that much, but I know that she goes mad for whatever reason. Um, and I don't think it would bother me if they built it up to, um, not through WandaVision, let's say, um, like she's, you know, herself through WandaVision and then something happens maybe towards the end of it. And then that leads into Dr. Strange. Um, and I don't think it would bother me because Wanda, she's never really had that much of a character throughout all the movies. She's never been super prominent or anything like that. And we've known her only as this, you know, um, kid that was kind of taken advantage, taken advantage of by Ultron. And then, um, through civil war she was you know she had all this guilt and you know they've never really done much with their past then so i think it would be really cool for her to actually have a chance to get a character through wandavision and then have her have this arc of and you know changing uh, our perspective of her into mm-hmm. uh um not I don't I, I keep on saying villain because that's the easiest way to describe it right, but right. you know definitely have a switch from her I um yeah and I definitely there's a couple of stories that you can say as to why she's upset and going mad like she she could blame the Avengers for getting the only person that's mattered to her or getting like two people that's mattered to her her brother and Vision killed and stuff 
Um, maybe she blames the Avengers for all of that. But um, yeah, I, I guess we'll see how WandaVision goes. I think they, I think WandaVision is like 2021, I believe. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting, inter- interesting to see how they do that. Um, next, they announced after WandaVision is when they announced Loki, the TV show. Um, I love me some Tom Hiddleston. They brought him, they brought him out on stage. The show per se, I, I'm excited for the show, but um, when they mentioned that it's gonna be, oh, it's gonna be like what happens when he gets te- the Tesseract in Endgame, I kind of checked out a little bit just because like I don't really care what he did with the Tesseract when he when he took it from Endgame. I kind of like that as just like a solo gag, but the whole show is gonna be revolved around that. I kind of wanted to just see like maybe like what what he was doing when Thor was gone, like when the Ragnarok starts and stuff, or like, you know, about his arc and how he's transitioned from being so dark and now being, uh, you know, a, a better character per se, you know, before he got killed. Um, so let's go around. Kayla, you have any major thoughts about the um, low-key show coming to Disney Plus? Um, to me, it kind of sounds like an adventure series, like a Monster of the Week type, series when they said that so i'm kind of afraid because i don't want this to be another agents of shield type show where they Mm. branch out and make these shows and they end up being really corny so i'm on the fence about it right and then um alex what about you yeah uh this is where i expected a loki show to go that it would follow in the footsteps of like endgame like what he did with the tesseract after i just i don't know if it's like necessarily a needed show though yeah, like i yeah. i mean i could it's something where it's just like eh all right like if it's if it's at least decent like i could throw it on in the background as like ambient background music or something but you know i mean i'm not i'm not going to rush to get disney plus to watch this you know mhm um Hannah, you ever need the same thoughts or different thoughts different um mm-hmm. have they announced a uh showrunner or director or anything for loki yet i don't think so. i don't think so yeah i don't okay. have that um in my mind it's not needed uh and i Agreed. think that kevin feige yeah. and uh disney knows that they know that this show is not needed and loki's arc is finished and you know we don't really need anything else from him but i also think they know that fans love loki and he's a fan favorite and i think that they know that they could do something really fun with this show and in my mind, I really want them to hire someone who ha- who's kind of like Taika Waititi in a way where he has a vision and he has, or they, I keep saying he, that's me being, you know, so used to male directors. But anyway, um, uh, this person, whoever, um, to have a vision and have this uh, uh, flavor and something different. Because I really want this Loki show to be weird. I want it to get weird and I want it to get Agreed. fun and... Just, I want this show to be something where it's like, you know, it wasn't needed. Kind of like a 21 Jump Street. Like, everyone's like, we did not need a 21 Jump Street reboot. Um, actually, I would love to see Lord and Miller take this show. But anyway. Um, the Loki show? It. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, as far as Lord and Miller, I would love to see, I would love to see them do that What If show. The What oh, If show yeah. that they announced, the announced, because they can just... I they feel like they would weird. love, yeah, the love to just fuck some shit up. Um, the what if show I'm excited for, but it's not tied into anything. It's just an animated show, but it still sounds really cool. I know, I know the first episode is gonna be what if, uh, what if Peggy Carter becomes Captain America? Um, <gasps> oh, that's cool. Yeah, cool. that was um, and I would love that. Speaking of speaking of like um, gender and stuff. Speaking of like roles like that that switched as far as the heroes. Um, 
actually, I want to get into that last because that was a good stuff. Um, <laughs> we're getting to Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange 2 was announced. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Mad- Madness. I, I can't do this. I love the title, but now when I talk about it and I have to bring it up on shows, I'm just going to be tongue, like, tongue-tied all over the place. But um, it's a, it looks... They they announced some really good cool stuff about it. Um, they said it will have Nightmare as the villain, which is a cool villain. Scarlet Witch is confirmed for the show. It's gonna be like the MCU's first kind of horror film. It has multiverse in the title, so so many things can happen. Um, let's get some thoughts, Kayla. What did you think about the Doctor Strange stuff, and what was that like being there? Them announcing all of this. I was definitely excited when they announced that it was going to be scary, so I hope that it's actually scary, and I wouldn't mind if it was rated R or something. I think it'd be actually pretty cool. And is um is the girlfriend coming back? Oh, they, didn't, they didn't say. They didn't no? say. I don't think, yeah, I didn't say. I would like her to, because or else that would be a useless storyline. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Hannah, what about you, Dr. Strange? Um, yeah, I hope they really commit to this horror thing. I hope they aren't just using that as a gimmick and then you go see the movie and it's kind of like, oh, it's a little darker than everything else in the MCU, but like, you know, it's not a horror movie or scary like they promised it would be. Um, and Scott Derrickson has a background in horror, so I'm I'm really hoping that they let him have creative freedom on this project and really make it a horror movie and this gothic kind of thing like they're describing it to be. Yeah, I totally agree. It reminds me, I do, I agree with you as far as the fact that I hope they, if they say this is going to be kind of a horror film, listen, as a horror nerd as well, I would love that. And I would hate to go into it and say there's maybe like one scene where there's like a jump scare and that's our horror film and stuff. But, um... That'll be kind of disappointing, but I am really excited for the Doctor Strange movie. The first Doctor Strange movie was weird enough and cool enough for me, but at the end of the day, it was just an MCU film. It still felt like with all the, like, because when the first Doctor Strange movie came out, I didn't feel like they were really grasping on the weirdness of the MCU yet, even with the character as weird as Doctor Strange and what you can do with that character. Um, I feel like they were still kind of apprehensive of going that route because maybe people won't take us seriously if we go too weird. Um, now with, like, Mysterio and Endgame, they're, they're all committed, so I'm happy for that. Um, Alex, what about you and Doctor Strange stuff? Th- this is definitely my most anticipated film of the Phase 4. Uh, the fact that you have Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch, they're saying it's going to be a horror movie, it sounds like the multiverse is coming in, which leads me to uh, guess that this is probably how they're going to introduce the X-Men. Like, if that's mm-hmm. if that's yeah. the case, then yippee. Also, if if it's going to be a flat-out horror movie, I was thinking, do you guys think Ghost Rider could pop up? Oh, oh no. I, would, mm. I would love that, though. I really would. I mean, well, they're doing... I don't think so, but they're doing the uh, Mar. I know uh, Marvel TV it, for Hulu. They're doing Ghost Rider and Hellstrom, uh, oh, which yeah. is like which is like the de- the demonic people and stuff like that. But they they did announce another kind of hell kind of person and like demonic person at the end of the panel. So maybe 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 we'll see. Um, I do think I do think or- MCU needs some like darker characters like hell char- like for the goths out there. Like I would love some Ghost Rider. I would love. Some, um, you know, just some new darker characters more than these happy ones and stuff. But um, yeah, go ahead. What yeah. were you going to say? I was going to say, or do you think you could do Blade? But I think it would be too soon to introduce Blade. Yeah, I know Blade is going to be phase five, they announced. But we'll yeah. get into that. Um, the next big thing, well, not big thing, but like Disney Plus, they announced Jer- Jeremy Renner came out on stage. They announced the Hawkeye TV show, which will feature Kate Bishop, who's like, um, who's like the 
you know, Hawkeye's little mentor. They have like a, you know, um, he's training her to become Hawkeye because he kind of keeps the name Ronan in this series, which I'm excited about because I, I, I wanted to see more Ronan stuff in Endgame, like more missions where he, but it's already a long movie, but I wanted to see more of him just uh, assassinating criminals and stuff. I, I love that storyline, so I hope they dive into that more. I kind of hope the show is set before Endgame so I can see a bunch of the Ronan stuff that he was doing. But um, what about you guys, Hannah? Are you excited about the Hawkeye stuff? Um, not really. Uh, <laughs> I love Jerry Renner, um, uh, as Hawkeye, and I liked Hawkeye in the movies. Um, maybe I'll be more excited if, uh, when they release, like, uh, stills or trailer or some more concept stuff or, uh, director uh, or showrunner, but as mm-hmm. of now, uh, this is probably my least anticipated, oh, um, no. thing oh, they no. announced. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> um, no, just that because I'm I'm excited yeah. for Hawkeye. I like Hawkeye. Um, Kayla, what about you? I'm also not excited for Hawkeye. What is happening? I, I didn't say I'm not excited. I, I I'm interested. Yeah, I don't like Hawkeye in the. Uh-huh. First I don't know, and I did not like his storyline uh-huh. in in Endgame of killing Japanese people. Um. I don't know. I just wish that maybe they would have made it a movie. I'm excited for Kate Bishop, but I wish they would have made this a movie so don't, I don't have to sit through, like, hours of television to, like, be caught up with the MCU, personally. That, that's true. I do think I do think the um these shows are going to be, like, more... I do think these shows are going to be, like, more, like, limited series, so, like, a few episodes and uh, stuff. Um, I don't they're not. like, four episodes. Yeah, well, I think, like, I think they, like, six is the maximum, which I'm fine with. I don't need a 13-episode season of, like, of Hawkeye and, and Winter Soldier and all of them. I could use a nice six or seven episode thing um, and stuff like that. Maybe maybe for the bigger TV shows that gets announced or that they do, they do, like, the, um, they do, like, longer episodes like a 10 episode and stuff or but i, I think know, for I now i sit through that yeah I, I i guess it depends on the character but yeah you're right but i do hope they're like at least six like six episodes and stuff um I feel like five is probably the 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 best that they could do right because like, i i already watch a lot of stuff on like streaming <laughs> and i like that's just a, another thing to add to the list um all right so the one of the biggest news as far as like one of the announcements was for the new thor movie this is the fourth thor movie uh thor love and thunder i i know a lot of people are kind of apprehensive on the title the title's fine I it's weird it. it's strange it's, it's interesting. Taika. yeah it's yeah. very very it's Taika. definitely Taika. um somebody said it should be called thor because it's the fourth one and it's thor <laughs> it just makes sense but um it's Thor: Love and Thunder. The title is I. I'm I, I'm intrigued to see what's that what what's that about? Like whose love are we experiencing? And we're going we're diving into. Um, Tessa Thompson. And now they kind of talked about how she's going to be, you know, moving. They're going to be experiencing more with her sexuality in this movie, which I'm excited about. Um, she said the she said the line where like her, you know, the as the king, she needs to find her queen, which I absolutely adored. And then they announced that Hemsworth will be back and that Natalie Portman will return and she will be the female Thor. She kind of takes the she, she takes Mjolnir, which I don't know how Mjolnir is back, but they'll probably talk about it. Um, well, and then, in Endgame, he, Thor grabbed Mjolnir. Yeah, but then Captain America brought it back. Yeah, yeah he brought, I know. He brought, so, yeah. I mean, so it's like what we, so are they gonna go back in time and get Mjolnir? Oh yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 20, I didn't remember like, that Thor, part. 
can you imagine? Yeah. Like, you know what I was thinking when they got Mjolnir from um 2013? I'm like, what about that Thor? He's just like weaponless. Right. Like, poor, poor 2013 Thor was probably getting his ass whooped by everybody because he, <laughs> he didn't have Mjolnir for like a, a long period of time. So, um, or it could have been like five seconds where he didn't have Mjolnir because the time travel stuff is wonky. But I'm really excited for the Thor movie. I love the fact that it's going to be the, um, one of my favorite storylines in the comics is the mighty Thor when, you know, it becomes the goddess of war. No, the goddess of thunder. And I love that. And I, I uh, Cap, uh, Natalie Portman, we'll see. But um, I am really excited about, about all the Thor stuff. I'll start with everyone. Alex, your thoughts on the Thor movie. Yeah, I, I love that title. It's a totally Taika. Sounds like an 80s rock band, uh, hair metal album title. Love it. Um, Natalie Portman, I think she got paid like a huge paycheck to come back. Or she, or Taika. I think Taika gave her a hell of a pitch. Yeah, he had to have given her a hell of a pitch. And be like, yep, you get to wield Mjolnir, you get to become Thor. And she was probably like, all right, I'm in. Like, because when you think about it, like, she didn't have, she shouldn't have been in Thor the Dark World. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Thor the Dark World is just like it's not my favorite. Um, but I think she came back. One of the reasons why I think she came back is because I I, I do think that Taika Waititi, he, the script that he was pitching for her was probably really, really good. And I also, I mean, who wouldn't want to be like the female Thor and like get some representation on the screen and, you know, be a badass and stuff like that. She did mention how she's got to work hard and like, and train for the role and stuff like that, which is good. And I, and I, I can tell like with her being on stage, she looked she looked like she kind of had this like reinvigoration to be a part of this MCU again. It's, it was kind of like a re-entry kind of thing for her um, and stuff like that. And, and I think I don't think a lot of actresses like being the damsel of distress. I mean, so she I made it very clear that she did not like being. The yeah. Damsel. And, yeah. And that what she that, that what she that's like that's kind of what she was and like you know they were kind of giving other things when when the dark world came out they were giving other things to other characters like pepper potts was you know starting to do more things in the iron man movies and stuff like that and, and then jane foster was just very like basic and very like help me thor please and stuff like that and i mean i i think she's heard the fact that she's gonna be a female thor she's gonna have some power in this movie and she's gonna be like a badass so and i think what taika as well like taika's returning it's not gonna be like some random so I, I I think she's excited about that as well. Um, Hannah, what did you think about Thor: Love and Thunder? Um, what really excites me about this movie is that Taika is also writing it. Uh, he did mm. not write write Ragnarok, mm -hmm. um, but his voice and flavor and style is all over it because um, they basically threw the script out the window and improvised um, <laughs> a lot of the movie. Yeah, um, and that's thanks to Taika. Uh, so I'm really excited that he's writing it and it's going to be his vision and his, I hope that th this is his baby and he really just does well by it and gives it the Taika treatment. And, um, I know this is a long shot, but I kind of hope there's no villain. Um, I kind of hope that it's just kind of like an adventure with, uh, Valkyrie, um, uh, Jane and Thor. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. I kind of feel like they're probably gonna do like a love triangle type thing. And that's probably going to be the um the pro the issue in the movie uh because it is called thor love and thunder so i'm assuming that that's going to be a big part of it um is relationships and yeah this really excites me yeah i'm excited as well i can't wait to uh it, i when i heard thor they were doing thor 4 i mean everyone's automatic reaction was that okay they're gonna do the um 
they're doing the Ars- the uh, as Guardians of the Galaxy maybe, and it's going to be right before Guardians three. So everyone's excited for that. But when they actually switched it up and announced that, oh no, like you know, Valkyrie's still there. She's around. She's still the king of Asgard. Uh, you know, I I I love to see like what Thor is going to be doing as far as like as far as like you know his recovery from his like endgame stuff and you know how he, if he's getting better or not or maybe, maybe that's why he kind of gives maybe he's not doing better so maybe that's why he gives jane the access to uh mjolnir and stuff in the comics though it's interesting because when jane foster becomes thor she takes the name she comes becomes thor and um thor as we know it would uh becomes becomes odin's son so i wonder if they're gonna change the name i don't think they would i that would trigger a lot of people not me because mm-hmm. yeah because yes but like um but like i just think I, I i'm really excited for love and thunder i think this was one i think this was my most an- anticipated from the entire panel because it just sounds so much more fun and i'm glad chris hemsworth is here for the long run he wants to be thor for as long as he can and stuff so i'm really excited for it kayla what about you I'm really excited to see Valkyrie explore um, and be the first LGBT MCU character. And right now, all the fandom is hoping that Jane and Valkyrie will actually get together. So Mm -hmm. we'll see on that. Or her and Captain Marvel. I'd root Mm -hmm. for both. Either or. And I I do hope, too, that it's an adventure movie, too. I agree on that. That would be really cool instead of having, like, a villain. But I, I don't feel like she will take on the... Jane will take on the door name because I feel like it would confuse general mm-hmm. audiences. Mm. So I don't know. Good point. Good point. L- let me. Um. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Okay. I was gonna say let me let me uh, ask this question because I have this theory in my head. How much of this movie do you think Thor is actually gonna be in? That's a good question. I actually was wondering that because when they're announcing all these uh, characters and when they say it, because like even on stage, I don't know if you can vouch for this, Kayla, but when I was watching the the re the replay, even on stage, like he wasn't the focal point. Chris Hemsworth, yeah, I was like, yeah, Natalie Portman, yeah, so. Right, so that makes me wonder. Okay, so this 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 mean that he doesn't have that big of a role in this movie, which will be kind of a change, but very very interesting. Um, was that kind of how it was too when you when you were there, um, Kayla? No, I mean I wasn't realizing in the moment because I was so excited oh, about yeah, all the yeah, announcements. Yeah, right. I think it was just in the moment we weren't. Those were huge announcements that we were all waiting for, but I don't think that Taika would do a disservice to Thor's character like that because yeah. he's the one who brought Thor to the character he is today because it's crazy because mm-hmm. Thor was such an underrated character before, but now we're so excited for these movies like we would be for an Iron Man movie. Like, I feel like he is. I mean, he's Iron gotten four movies, not like everyone yeah. else hasn't. So, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, breaking that for him, and which was all thanks to Taika bringing his character to what it is today and what we know and love. That's true because I started becoming a really, really big fan of Thor right after Ragnarok. Like I loved Ragnarok. The humor was a little bit much at times, but I just loved what they did, changing the character. And what like what kind of a ret it was like a really good retcon for his character too. And then I loved him even more in Infinity War. I love although I wasn't too fond on um depressive depressive Thor in um in Endgame. I did kind of come around to it by the end. Um so I'm I'm always 
looks forward to see more Thor stories and how he kind of evolves as a character. And I do feel like he's one of the, I feel like for me, he's one of the only characters in the MCU who's like fully really evolved into like mm-hmm. a whole new kind of thing and being. Um, so yeah, I'm just really, really excited about that. Um, Hannah, your thoughts? Um, yeah, um, I'm really excited for it. I, I, this is one of my most anticipated movies. Right. Um. So, all right. So let's get into what was next. I lost my notes. Hold on. Don't mind me. Everyone just look at the stars. Mm-hmm. Everything's happy. Everything's <laughs> good. I'm scrolling a lot. All right. We got into Black Widow. Black <laughs> Widow. Um. Yeah. Black Widow. I, I, I got to ask Caleb about the uh, scene that they, that they showed. But um, before we get into that, they showed the cast, they showed the new logo and the uh, all that stuff. Um, you know, Scarlett Johansson, David Harbour, Florence Pugh, who's going to be playing Yelena, Yelena, like something. Um, but that's a cool character, and I can't wait to see her. Rachel Weisz is also there, directed by Kate Shortland, and will be in theaters May 1st, twenty. 20 and the taskmaster will be the villain of the movie which is very exciting um they showed a couple of footages for the movie um i also think it's interesting how they said that um the shield that captain america drops in civil war is the shield taskmaster is going to be using that shield um he he kind of steals it and makes it his own he decorates it as like black and orange and stuff like that so i i want to see that like really bad how that comes off on screen um so let's get to everyone's thoughts and then we'll talk about what kayla like what 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 was in the footage that they showed at the panel and stuff but hannah um what are your thoughts on this black widow movie this is my most anticipated um, movie out of the bunch. I know it's a lot of people's like least anticipated, but I have been really looking forward to this ever since it was rumored that it was going to be happening and the footage leaks that we've seen like of them on set. And I, do, I love grounded action movies, and this seems like a grounded action movie. And I'm so, so excited. Um, Black Widow, she's always been kind of like this thing where it's like, oh, yeah, she's a badass, but that's it. And I really yeah, hope this yeah. movie gives her so much more to do because Scarlett Johansson, she's so talented. And uh, I think that she's great in this role. And this cast is amazing. Uh, somehow they convinced Rachel Weisz to be in a freaking Marvel movie, which is so awesome to me. And yeah, I'm so excited for this movie. And I it can't get here any sooner. I know. I'm really... I... 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 I, I... I feel the same way you feel because I loved what the, what I was hearing from it. I, I although I still I'm still in the camp of the movie should have been out in phase one, but I am really excited that we're gonna get it. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do now that Natasha is dead. So um, yeah, we'll see. Alex, what about you and all the Black Widow? You pumped? Yeah, I'm 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 really pumped, especially when I heard like what they showed for the footage. I'm like that just sounds amazing. Um, I do agree that we should have gotten this movie a long time ago. This should have either been in phase one or the beginning of phase two. But the fact that uh, she's actually getting her own movie now, um, and we're, I think we're going to see the Budapest stuff too. That makes me even more excited. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's going to get, I think it's definitely a big step in the right direction in towards of like, you know, female empowerment too and all that. So I, I think that if there was a reason for her to have, if okay, I know a lot of people are like, oh, this should have happened, you know, in phase one, but I think Kevin Feige knew exactly what he wanted in phase one, phase two, phase three, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. if, 
there was supposed to be a Black Widow movie in phase one, then there would have been. I think that he is very smart in that this movie is happening exactly where it should be. And there's a reason we just don't know it yet. Yeah, I I, I would agree. I, I, I agree. I agree with you that he's probably one of the smartest businessmen in the in the like entire industry. He got he was able to get spider-man in the mcu he's done so much he's brought these he's elevated these characters to a level where we never thought we'd see them at but i part of me is apprehensive on 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 that just because like they didn't respond they didn't give us honestly they didn't they didn't do the female movie until until wonder woman they yeah. were like, oh shit it's a big thing let's fucking captain marvel put her out there it's only, I, like, it's uh, but i, I, I get I, it I, I do I, get it. Um, my only thing is that it's it's been the MCU has been a thing for ten years and yeah. not one single the 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 first female movie should not have been this year the tenth year you know what I mean and I feel well, like um, go ahead go ahead yeah the if okay I don't think that Marvel saw Wonder Woman and said oh we need to hurry up and do that I don't think that Kevin Feige or Marvel or Disney is impulsive like that I think that's mm-hmm. more Warner Bros. But. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that they that it was a intention. I don't think they sat down the ta- at a table and were like, "We're not doing any female movies, and we're not mm-hmm. going to do it." And and then they saw Wonder Woman. They're like, "Oh yeah, we need to do it." I think that, and I'm the first one to call out and be like, "This is we're not getting enough diversity, and we need uh, more female voices." I'm the first one to sit down and say that, but I do think that it was very intentional that Captain Marvel came out this year and I'm glad that they took their time to develop the movie and get it uh, where it needed to be and find the right people to do it. Um, and yeah. Right. No, I, I, I agree. So that's why I'm like, I'm kind of on both sides about that. Cause I do agree. You're very right about that. That That's more of a Warner brothers thing. And they did announce, I think they announced Captain Marvel in like when they was announcing phase three, I think they announced yeah. her movie um, and stuff. But yeah, I just, the, 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 the person, the, the person to me was like, I just think black widows movie is way over, like way overdue. Like to the point where like that, even if it was like phase two or three, I would have been like fine, but I do think it, it doesn't, I'm, I'm excited for the movie and I can't wait to see it with winter soldiers, my favorite MCU movie. And I, that's the kind of vibes I'm getting. That's what everyone kind of said about mm-hmm. the footage. Um, and I'm excited about that, but I do, I, I don't see the reason why we need a black widow movie, especially when you killed her off. I just, I, I don't get it. Um, but I think there's stuff it, that we don't know yet about. The exactly. Movie. Exactly. So that's why I'm, 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 I'm going to hold my judgment until I see it. If I see it and it's, and it's, it's a disaster, which I don't think it will be. I also probably be like, dude, what's going on? But um, uh, Kayla. So let's get your thoughts and talk about what kind of the footage that they showed. They showed like a trailer, I believe, and a fight scene. So what happened with all that? Um. Yeah. Well, it was a. Uh, I also agree with you because I. I feel like Marvel does have a reputation for even racial diversity. They weren't good with with casting Tilda Swinton and Doctor Strange and all that. So I think even if they weren't saying like we're not going to cast women, we're not going to cast diverse people. They didn't even con- they didn't like have it in their minds, which is not good. But I'm excited for this movie. I'm like everybody went crazy when David Harbour came on stage. Less people went crazy when Florence Pugh came on stage, but I was really excited because I just saw Midsummer like two weeks ago, and I'm like, she is amazing, and I really mm-hmm. think she's gonna get nominated for an Oscar this year. So we'll have another Oscar nominated for winning. <laughs> I know. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. We're a disservice to her. Um, 
So another great actress in the MCU because even though the MCU is great, it just hasn't been always the quality of Star Wars to me. And so it's nice to know we do have these great actors and directors to maybe have these uh, movies go the next level. Right. Um, yeah. So the the scene they showed was between um, Scarlet and Florence, and she walks into the room and she has her gun out, and they're both. But it's like they're both trying to find each other in the apartment, and then oh, they're so dope. yeah. Go then ahead. they're gun to gun, and it's the big reveal of Florence in like a suit, and she looks hottest. <laughs> her hair tied back and then there's this move and then they're like put you put the gun down you put the gun down and then there's this move where they both take the gun from each other so they basically oh switch guns god. oh my god <laughs> I, yes. i'm getting like chills i know i know, <laughs> I know right and then they just go at it then um scarlet's got florence like down on the kitchen table in the sink and is like drowning her with water and then smashes a plate on her head and then yeah it's they look this sounds brutal yeah (laughs) is the action good though is it shot well yeah i i I thought it looked i mean it's hard because i was so excited and everything was happening so much fast but it looked like a really much like mature movie than marvel has passed oh my god so um, oh, and the way they were even dressed, it looked more mature. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Marvel's masterpiece, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Scarlet pulls out a bottle of like vodka or something and says like, hey, sister. So I don't know if they're actually sisters or if they're friends. And she calls her that and they have a drink together. And it ends up being that they were just being playful with each other so i don't know what the backstory is on that but it'll be interesting to see um and then we get the scenes with taskmaster where they're in a street and taskmaster is on the motorcycle and then they start battling it out i do you know taskmaster is a man because i by the way their body movements someone said that yeah Yeah, someone mentioned that yeah someone mentioned that no, no, Zach. Okay, so Zach. Um, back to Zach Pope again. He, when we were talking, because he was in the panel, he was in the Hall H thing too. Um, we were talking about it. And he said, he said, I think they made Taskmaster. Taskmaster is a is a guy, but he yeah. was like, he was like, I think they made they made Taskmaster a woman. Yeah. And he said he, he thinks Taskmaster is Florence Pugh. And I was like, oh, oh I was like, twist. I was like, Lord, <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming tight twist. Yeah. So yeah. See, when I when I hear all this stuff, that scene sounds fucking phenomenal, by the way. And like, I'm I'm ge- I'm getting a lot of darker Winter Soldier mm-hmm. vibes. And if 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 Black Widow can be anything like the Winter Soldier, or even like the better, or even like better quality than the Winter Soldier, and it becomes my favorite MCU film, that's gonna be bonkers. Um, but it just sounds really really gritty, and I love that. And I love because they were actually I know there were rumors last year about about you know Bob Iger, and you know they were kind of to introduce kind of the hard R rating. They were kind of going to use Black Widow's movie to do that. 
Um, but they're not going to. They didn't announce anything. But to introduce those R-rated characters like Blade and Deadpool, they were going to start off with Black Widow being R-rated. Uh, but I, they, they kind of nixed that idea and stuff. So I do think it's going to be a really hard PG-13. Mm-hmm. And that's what definitely. Zach said, too. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. It definitely looks like James Bond blockbuster movie. And it's not going for the, this is MCU, this is Marvel feel. Like, this is going for, like, this is its own thing type feel. So I liked that. Yeah, I'm really pumped. And I really can't wait for Black Widow's movie, especially with that, with all the scenes, and if if Florence Pugh is, or like a female character is, um, Taskmaster, then I'd be so down for that, and I'd be such a cute, cool kind of twist. But we'll see. We have another. I'm predicting Rachel Weisz. Oh, oh, yeah, because they didn't Cause... announce her characters, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. the her they said and she's Melina or something. Oh, like that. oh okay, okay. Who's so Florence Melina? Pugh, Florence Pugh, please be Taskmaster. Um. I don't know. I just think this is really cool. I think I think it sounds really exciting. I hope I hope it lives up to the hype. Um, we have less than a year for it. It's coming out next May, so I'm pumped. So we'll see. We'll see. Rachel Wise also said that she's also a Black Widow. What? Oh, really? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Really? In interviews, yeah. I watched a lot of interviews. Scarlett um, said that there's uh, multiple Black Widows in the movie. Uh, Florence said she's uh-huh. that she's a Black Widow. Uh, Rachel said that she's a Black Widow, and then Rachel also said there's a lot more Black Widows in the movie than. Uh, well, we know. I need Rachel or Florence to turn and become Pat. <laughs> um, but we'll see. It sounds really exciting. Because the they trailer... haven't announced someone for Taskmaster yet, have they? They didn't. No, they haven't. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking um, when my sister the other day. I was like, well, yeah, like yesterday. I was like, they haven't announced anyone for Taskmaster, so I don't know who the fuck this person is. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's um. If you don't know about Taskmaster, basically the what he is is that he's a villain who uh, who tries to like. I won't say copy, but like he tries to mimic a lot of what the Avengers kind of do. I think that's why he's gonna have Captain America's shield and stuff like that. Not like mimic in the way of Mysterio wanting to mimic, you know, all the Avengers and become a hero, but like kind of like outdo what they do and like outsmart them and stuff. And 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 he's been he's been getting a lot of like media his this character because he was in the spider-man game last year i, was gonna say, I think he's in spider-man <laughs> yeah he was in spider-man ps4 last year he's in the the avengers game coming out next year he's the main villain in the avengers game coming out next year which was cool too because they showed a they showed a fight scene video game wise of that in the marvel games panel on thursday so that was cool um so yeah i'm really excited about black widow really really pumped for it um and then after that we had the final announcement and everyone thought it was over everyone had hats everyone was happy (laughs) and then uh fucking feige just comes out ah mahershala ali get out of here and he comes out and i'm like mahershala ali and then i remember alex can vouch for this i'm in the room i'm in our airbnb it's nice and cold in the room. I'm live tweeting as this is going on. Everything's going well. And I'm like, all right, that's over. It's over. I'm going to order pizza. And then, like, I see one more breaking news. And it said Mahershala Ali as Blade. I said, what? And then, like, I start running. I start getting excited. I said, Mahershala Ali is fucking Blade. And Alex, I run over to Alex at the, on the couch. And he's, like, freaking out. He thought, he thought I was joking. I said, no, he has a hat. He's on stage. Look at him. And stuff. <laughs> he has a hat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he's, he's there. He's, he's at Hall H right now. He's in San Diego for crying out loud. This is amazing. Um, I can ooh. confirm. I can confirm yeah. all this to be true. Um, yeah, I just went bonkers. Christina came out of her room like, what the fuck's going on out here? And I was like, sorry, Mahershala Ali's Blade. And she's like, who? And I'm like, yeah, Mahershala Ali's Blade. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was really pumped. 
Um, Hannah, what did you think when you saw all this breaking news? And did you think it was a prank at first? Because I did. Um, <laughs> I I saw it and I was like, wait, what? Because <laughs> no one was expecting it. And I started freaking out too. I literally started screaming. Uh, I ran into my sister's room and I was like, Mahershala is playing. And she's like, she's like, Huh? And I was like, yeah. and she's like, she's like, the guy from Moonlight? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and, That's what Christina um, did. Like, what? Um, yeah, and I immediately uh, took to Twitter and I was like, Lee Winnell, please direct this movie. Because um, <laughs> yeah. I'm like rooting for Lee Winnell to direct this. I know it's probably not going to happen, but he's my pick for the director. Yeah. And I'm really excited for this. I, I cannot wait. I um I, if I know a lot of people were kind of, were kind of like, they were like, oh, John Boyega. And I was like, yeah, I mean, but then when he said. He's a younger pick. Uh, yeah. When I saw Mahershala Ali, I said, how, That's come perfect. I never, how come I never <laughs> thought about that? That's a perfect casting. But I just, I guess I figured Mahershala Ali. He was um, fan casted for a while, though. Yeah. I, 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 I think I missed all of that because, like, I was like, Mahershala Ali, would he ever be in the MCU? And, and turns out he called Feige. He said, I want to be Blade. I'm I'm sure they, they thought about Blade, but they was like, ah, Blade maybe in 2029 or something. Not now. But then Mahershala, when Mahershala Ali calls, and he's a, he's a, now a two-time Oscar winner, uh, yeah, yeah, you can be Blade. Yeah, sure, whatever you need. Yeah, All vampires like, in the MCU. This, <laughs> yeah. It's going to get weird. And Bob Iger's like, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Kevin, Blade? The, the guy with the blood? <laughs> vampire? Uh, yeah, Mahershala Are Ali. you sure? Hello? Like, are you kidding me? I, I don't blame him. Alex, what are you? I mean that that was the biggest surprise, obviously. I mean, but like the fact that Mahershala, uh, Maher- I'm getting tongue tied on his name, Mahershala Ali is Blade. Like that's just perfect casting. Like there's if you're not gonna cast Wesley Snipes, cast Mahershala Ali. Like it makes so much sense. Like he looks like Blade. Um, I mean the fact that he called Kevin Feige and was like, "Make me play Blade," and it happened. Like holy shit! Like yeah, it's I Mahershala Ali. Yeah, I can, and really too, and I, I feel like, I feel like the standard of um, the the actors kind of looking down on the MCU because there there were for a long period of time people saying that oh it's ruining movies and all that stuff and you know a lot of Oscar winners and you know a lot of like serious serious movie performances like oh no that those movies are killing cinema and blah 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 um you gotta you can't like there was a lot of heavy hitters. On that Marvel mm-hmm. stage on Saturday, Angelina Jolie. I mean, like Mahershala. Yeah, Salma Hayek. Who would have thought? And it's just like, like it's, it's incredible. Mar. I mean, Marvel won Hall Age. I mean, <laughs> as they always do. There, they, yeah. they just. I mean, they won it before that, but that just put the icing on the cake. Yeah, I and I just baffling. But um, Kayla, you were there. What was that like seeing him come out on stage? Did you know that it's oh he's gonna be Blade when they find when he came out on stage? I saw the video. He puts on the hat, and no one really kind of saw what the hat was yet until they showed the footage. So what was that like and stuff? For me, I've never seen Blade. I'm so sorry, but I was just happy to be in Mahershala Ali's presence because I love him so much. Um, I had the same feeling I had when I saw Rogue One when they were all like dying on the beach and then it went to Leia and everything was happening so fast and I couldn't catch up with my feelings because right before that they had just announced um, the X-Men and Fantastic Four and Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh my God. And then they brought out Mahershala and I was like, I don't know how to process this right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, 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 I'm so excited. They had a really, really good Hall H panel. And my, my God, the memes coming out of this panel were just phenomenal. That that Jake Gyllenhaal meme when he's walking out of the room is just so perfect. <laughs> the kiss. Yeah, it's like this is Kevin, Kevin Feige after the Hall H panel. And he's like blowing the kiss. And, you know, and he leaves. I love that. I or love like, I, the best one. The best one is when it's like Kevin Feige to DC and it's a picture of Thor. And it's like, I went for the head. And then, and then, um, that was mine, by the way. And then, um, there was one where like a bunch of Thanos memes and him snapping away every everyone in Hall H. It was just really. I feel bad for whoever was after, um, Marvel's panel. I just, I mean, seriously. nobody cared Kevin at that Smith. point. Yeah, it was Kevin Smith, right? Yeah, Did everyone Kevin Smith leave? was after the uh, Force Awakens one too, where they led them to the symphony. Oh, okay. And he, um, so did everyone kind of leave when the um, Marvel's thing was over? Yeah, that always yeah. happens. Kevin Smith is always after Marvel, and they always kind of leave. Uh, yeah. But there's a few people who stayed because they were doing the uh, Silent Bob uh, reunited thing. Yeah, yeah, the repeat, so yep. that was kind of, like, exciting for people. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, I remember if I, I, I probably I pictured it like it was like yes well, not yesterday but Sunday when the, the Riverdale panel ends like everyone was out of the thing and I was like oh god oh yeah, oh, yeah. Well, who's ever after this Riverdale panel good luck but um I think it was Mayans Weiss FC or whatever I don't know um but yeah I overall a really really amazing weekend and really really Hall H panel from Marvel they did great once again a lot of surprises which no one was, was really expecting um really good so yeah that is it for the show long show this week but um that is all we have this week for episode 42 oh my god no I mean 49 what is happening of the Cinemania World Show thank you everyone for joining us thank you to you guys for coming on the show and taking time out really appreciate it especially alex and you know because i know you're jet lagged and all that stuff and um yeah. everyone else um let's go around the call gave everyone social medias and stuff alex let everyone know where they can find you uh, you can find me on facebook and youtube uh, just my name uh twitter at alex underscore madden underscore instagram at alex underscore madden underscore 414 no capital letters in my first or last name same thing with stardust but with the capital letters all right, and uh, Hannah, let everyone know where they can find you. Say it. I love it. Say it. Go ahead. <laughs> At Movies and Cats on Twitter. <laughs> All right. Um, and then, Caleb, thank you for joining us. Um, let everyone know where they can find you and your channel and your all that stuff. Thank you for having me. It was so nice meeting you. Um, I'm at IDKayla, I-D-K-A-I-L-A, on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow my podcast, C-S-H-E-3PO, on Twitter and Instagram as well. All righty. Um, and you can find me on uh, Twitter, Cinemaniac94, Instagram, Cinemaniac1994. And then the Cinemania page is on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, Cinemania World. Um, so thank you, everyone, for joining us. That is it. That's all we got. My name is Dwayne. That was Alex. That was Hannah. That was Kayla. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye.